Hello, this is Bill Lytell with some wisdom for your walk. I'd like to speak a little bit about the parable of the sower. Most of you are well aware and familiar with the parable of the sower. The Bible says, uh, let me just read it for you here. And a sower went out to sow his seed, and he sowed. Some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock. And as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang it up and choked it. The others fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit and hundredfold. When he said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now this is found in Luke chapter 8, verses 4 through 15. It's also found in Matthew chapter 13. What I love about this parable is Jesus himself interprets the parable. It's one thing for a par- we to read a parable, and usually a parable, by the way, let me give you a pointer on a parable. A parable has one major truth. It's one nail that Jesus was trying to drive into the hearer. One truth you can verbalize in a sentence. That's really what Jesus was mainly trying to teach through a parable. A parable is a earthly illustration with a heavenly meaning. It's something you're common and familiar with, but then he applies it to the things that are spiritual. He interprets this parable in Luke chapter 8, verse 11 through 15. And let me read it for you. And this parable, and the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. And I want you to remember that. Then on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word of, with joy, and these have no root, but for a while believe, and in a time of temptation fall away. And then those that fell upon thorns, is the third soil, are they which, when they hear, have heard, go forth and are choked with the cares and riches and pleasures of this life, bring no fruit to, unto perfection. But on the good ground are they which are an honest and good heart, and all that would, would the God, you ought to pray that, God give me an honest and good heart. Give me an honest and good heart. Having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. It seems to be the differential, differentiating thing between the three other soils and the good soil is the good soil brings fruit. And fruit seems to be the differentiating characteristic that discerns between those which are saved and those which are lost bringing forth some fruit. In other words, the Holy Spirit, when a person really gets born again, comes in and saves them, transforms them, begins to make us in the image of Christ. And obviously it makes sense to me, and it does biblically make sense, that there is some fruit from that, some change from that. The seed grows. may not have much fruit, may have a little fruit, almost, almost no fruit, but there is some fruit because of the Word of God entering into a person's life. But that's not really where we're at at this podcast. 
Where I want to go back to is verse 12, where it says, Those that by the wayside are they that hear, and cometh the devil, and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. I want to point out a few interesting things. First of all, the Word of God lands on a person's heart. When you give the Word of God out verbally or written, it goes to a person's heart. The devil immediately comes and tries to take it away. Why? Well, because the devil is so worried about the presence of the Word of God in a person's heart that he makes this effort. Why is he so worried? Because the Word of God is quick, it's alive and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword. He fears the Word of God and doesn't want it to be near or around a person, especially a person's heart, for very long. The devil, the, and I may say this by uh, climax of this whole podcast, the devil even knows that if the Word of God is left in the heart long, that person will very well believe if they believe they can be saved. In other words, put it this way, even the devil knows that if you believe, you can be saved. If you're around the Word of God much, the Bible says the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you're around the Word of God much, or anybody's around the Word of God much, it's very likely that it'll take root and that person will believe and be saved. Too many people are trying to make salvation too hard. It must not be too hard because the devil's afraid of the very presence of the Word of God, even for a short time, and he knows it involves a response, and this response of childlike faith can save a person for all eternity. I don't know about you, but this encourages me. I'm encouraged to pass out gospel tracts. Why? Because of the power of the Word of God. I'm encouraged to share the Bible verbally, even a little, little bit of the Bible, some of the Bible. Why? Because of the power of the Word of God. In any form I can possibly share the Word of God, I want to share it with people. Why? Because it's the power of God unto salvation. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. And because it's possible that if the Word of God gets near a person and gets near their heart, that they can believe and be saved. And if I may say, even the devil knows that. Even the devil knows that the danger of the Word of God being around people. And that's why on the, on the first ground that the seed falls, the birds come, and the Bible interprets that as the devil comes and snatches away the Bible, snatches away the Word of God, so that those person won't believe and be saved. I think that's an insight that's helped me for many years. I believe in the power of the Bible. I think the people who say, well, I don't witness well, and I'm too ashamed, I'm too scared to pass gospel tracts out, or I'm, I'm a shy type person, simply are dis in disobedience and have unbelief in the power of the Bible. God says to go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Leave it everywhere you can, any way you can, any form you can, and let the Word of God do the work in saving people. Paul says, some plant, some water, but it's always that God gives the increase. Don't you, ha don't you diminish, please, please don't diminish the power of the Word of God. Have enough faith to grab some tracks and distribute them out wherever you go. Leave them places. Leave them in the gas pumps. Leave them in bathrooms. Leave them on the, when, the check, 
when you pay your bill to a restaurant. Leave them lay around. I've heard of people getting saved from discarded tracks around the ground. When there's a, there's a God in heaven with the Word of God, the Holy Spirit of God coupled together, all it's got to do is get by people, and if it gets around people, and they hear it or see it or read it, they can get saved. If I may say, even the devil knows that's true.